Welcome to the podcast where I invite you on a journey to explore meaning, vulnerability and purpose through the lens of a life lived in geekdom. I'm David Monteith and I am the Naked Geek. Welcome back to the boudoir and today I've got a great range of tipples, I think. Um... So, you see, recently I was in Belfast in Northern Ireland. I was performing at the Grand Opera House, which is absolutely beautiful theatre, by the way, in the National Theatre Productions of Curious Incident of the Dog in the Nighttime. I may have mentioned this before. Anyway, one night we went to a bar called The Deer's Head, and it was a fantastic selection of craft beers brewed right there. So, I had myself a selection um, and decided to make some notes so I could share them with you. But <laughs> here's my problem. I may have had one too many because my notes stopped making any sense pretty quickly. And I think I must have decided to keep mental notes and I can't remember any of those. So I'm just going from scratch here. So I think I had an Irish stout called Black Ball. It was coffee and chocolate stout. And there was a bit too much coffee in it for me. So I remember that because I remember not having another one of them. And I think I had one which was called North Star Lager. And I remember absolutely nothing about that. Um, and my favourite of the night, I think, was an IPA called <laughs> Monkey Shaving the Goat. And personally, I think that is worth buying for the name alone. Sorry, Monkey Shaving the Goat. I mean, come on. And I have a distant memory of it being slightly fruity, not, not overpoweringly slow, but slightly fruity and going down quite nicely. So, yeah... I failed at doing pretty much anything other than recommending a bar in Belfast, really. But having said that, I do remember the whiskey. But that's a story for next week. But for now, let's talk about something else. So today's inspiration is taken from a couple of places and those places are all in the MCU. That's the Marvel Cinematic Universe to you. And even though it says cinematic, it does include the latest run of TV shows, which I think have been fantastic. Now, the two shows that I want to talk about are WandaVision and one episode of the animated series What If? Because in my mind, they are about exactly the same thing. This is going to be a very spoiler-heavy episode, so if you haven't seen WandaVision or What If yet, you might want to come back to this one at another date. Now, in WandaVision, Wanda Maximoff, who has reality-warping powers and in the comics is known as the Scarlet Witch, loses the love of her life, the sentient android Vision, in the movie Infinity War. See, they're just linking everything together. It's very clever. It is basically all a bit wacky, this show. I mean, it starts and you're thinking, what the hell is happening? Um, but Wanda has been using her powers, probably subconsciously, to create a suburban dream for her in which Vision is alive and they are living the perfect suburban life together, which includes a white picket fence and kids. And because nothing ever goes according to plan, it kind of moves through different, um, through the 50s and the 60s and the 70s. And it... Um, follows the format of sort of TV shows, of, of sitcoms of the day. And a lot of people didn't like it for that. Personally, I loved it because it was so wacky coming out of left field. And I loved it when things get a bit different. So I was all over that show from the very beginning. And then the storyline really began to kick in 
Because you know, we knew from the movies, the vision wasn't there. He was dead. He was gone. So what was going on? And you realize that actually, uh, this is her subconscious trying to create for her something she needs to survive. It's her way of processing grief. That's what's going on. Unfortunately, while it may be a dream for her, it's a nightmare for all the people of the small town that she's created it by. And how it's dealt with, how people deal with her grief is also something which defines how she deals with other people. That's really interesting. We're going to come back to that, I think. Um, now, in what if, what if does is imagine what would happen if something slightly different happened than what occurred in the movies. You with me? So in this particular episode, Doctor Strange actually loses the person he loves in a car crash rather than his hands. So in the movie, Doctor Strange, he kind of his hands are kind of practically destroyed and because he's a surgeon he searches for magical for all sorts of means including magical to get get his tools back so to speak um and in so being becomes the world's greatest magician wizard whatever you want to call him in what if it's not his hands that are broken but his heart and his motivation is um is to get back the person he loved and he works with it and he starts to sacrifice things and he starts to sacrifice who he is and he forgets who he is and he keeps moving forward and what he does creates the ultimate nightmare for the world around him. So in both cases of these, we have people trying to process their grief in different ways and actually, you know, the consequences for other people aren't so great. Um, but here's what drew me into this. Um, when I often do my talks about stillbirth, and I can only really talk about this from the point of view of losing a child, when I do my talks about stillbirth, um, I want to demonstrate to people the before and after. Uh, Siobhan, my wife and I often look at pictures of the before and after, and we think that you can tell quite clearly. And we look at those old pictures and it's hard to recognize those people. They are very different. They look different. They feel different. Their smiles are different. Um we have changed. And when I do my talks, I actually get people up and I get them to put on headphones and I get them to put on a blindfold and I get someone to shout out guidance to them. I need them to walk around the room in a specific pattern and someone shouts out guidance. And while they're doing it, other people sort of talk over it and I get, you know, just a general hubbub. And afterwards I say to the person, what was it like having to complete a task blindfolded, um, deafened with not being able to hear properly all of that and they come up with words like isolating scary uh, stuff like that and it's my point there is that when we lose somebody we enter this different world where nothing quite sounds right nothing quite looks right nothing quite feels right we are in the process of completely changing becoming someone else and that process doesn't just take five minutes it takes years sometimes and we do in effect become someone else and that's what happened here with Wanda that's what happened with Doctor Strange you know, by the time they kind of came to their senses they had become people they didn't recognize they had become people they never thought they would be and it's a shock and it's a big shock and it reverberates and it continues even past the point of you pulling yourself together I remember walking along the road and I was listening to my phone and I was singing at the top of my voice because Frozen came on it was when it was big and I was loving it and I walk past those things that um bt engineers walk 
um, work on. And I just suddenly slammed my fist into it and bruised my knuckles for about a month. And I stood there panting and I suddenly realised I was so angry and I had no idea I was. I'm not really that much of an angry person. It took me completely by surprise when I had to go and get a little therapy around that. I'm trying to work out what my point is. I don't know if I learned anything from watching that. I just felt that somebody saw me. Um, My wife and I, we were very, very together in the early days of our grief. But as time went by, we realised we needed very different things. And trying to consolidate that and keep the marriage together while looking after our other kids, it became very hard. A lot of the problems in relationship really came to the fore. And if you start to look around... I know so, so, so many relationships that haven't survived this kind of grief and this kind of pressure. Again, we become, you know, if there were any problems there before, they get exacerbated. Any issues we had get exacerbated by grief. So asking people to get over grief, you have to realise that it's not the grief that's standing on its own. It's all the other things that come with it. All our other traumas and issues get caught up in that. And we are becoming, we are changing. We are becoming something else. And that transition is never really a smooth one. So I suppose what I'm doing really is asking for a little understanding that what you think of as the sell by date, the expiry date on grief, there's no such thing. It is a messy thing. It is a messy transformation that goes on and on and has to find its own resolution in its own way if it ever does. I don't know if it does. I just think we find a way to live despite it and with it and grow around it. Um, And I think that we will see that Wanda may go on to do that, to grow around it, but she will not be the Wanda she was beforehand. Then we saw in What If conclusion of the of the series that Doctor Strange found a way, a way to grow around it. Um, Not an easy path for anyone. So uh, that's my thing, really. Understanding that grief isn't just getting over missing someone or being sad. It's navigating a transition of personality, of identity. Um, So just think about those people, you know, who are living in that place. Give them some time. Give them some love. You don't need to know what to say. Yeah, that's all really. Anyway, thank you for stepping into the boudoir in this quite personal uh, track today and I hope it's giving you some food for thought as it has given me so once again thank you for coming to the boudoir and as I say goodbye I'm just going to ask for your help help me to raise some money so that I can pay for transcriptions especially of the interviews and what I would love at some point is to remake all of these episodes as videos so that I could have a signer in um just to help with that whole accessibility thing. But this is not a cheap thing to do. So if you think you can help with that, it's ko-fi.com slash Naked Geek One. The link will be in the show notes. And I hope you have a really good week and I'll see you in the boudoir soon. My name is Dave Monteith and I am the Naked Geek. <laughs>